Ladies and gentlemen, for a long time, I've always talked about these public schools and our black children, how public schools isn't a safe space for our children at all. It isn't. And this story just reiterate what I've been saying, you know, constantly for a long time. So you have a Mzungu teacher who teaches at the high school Michelle Obama attended as a teen in Chicago has been suspended. The city school administration took action against the teacher because he and a black colleague argued over hanging a black doll from a cord in his classroom. Yes, that's what the teacher done to the doll. Carl Paskowitz and say a world history teacher at Whitney Young Magnet High School has been suspended by the Chicago Public School District after hanging a black doll by his neck with a thin cord in his classroom. They say in a profanity laced video that was obtained by the Chicago Sun Times, it said a teacher quarrels with one of the students. It said in the video about how inappropriate it was to hang the doll in the classroom in front of students. Now the school's principal, Joyce Kenner issued a statement to the community following the incident. Now the email explained Pasquitz. It said, notice someone left the doll. It said dressed in a blue uniform, football uniforms in the class Monday, uh, March 28th and decided to fasten it to the class projector screens cord and say, hoping whoever lost it would see it and reclaim it. Now, I say when the second teacher, who happens to be a black history teacher, saw the doll hanging uh, from the string, he said he instantly equated the reference to a lynching and confronted the teacher in front of the classroom. Say a film by the student where neither teacher's in the frame shows the exchange. It said between the teachers escalating swiftly. Uh, one teacher calls the other one stupid. Uh, another one says you're effing stupid and the other snaps back and you're even more stupid. And they sound like children to a point saying, calling each other stupid. Uh, he said, then says, shut up, shut up. And turned to the students and said, he's wrong. He said, you're wrong. The other teacher shouts in return. I'm not going to stand in up in here with you. You're making me feel uncomfortable. So the clip ends after the student rushes off, leaving the two educators. Now, two days after the incident, it said it made headlines and fled social media. Chicago public schools took over the investigation of the incident and removed Pascowitz from his instructional duties. Now they said a CPS representative said the teacher remained on suspension for the entire duration of the investigation. This is what our children is subjected to in public schools. And this is why I'm a, I'm a big proponent of homeschooling our black children or you find a, a private school um, that's ran by black people, you know, or, or you know what I'm saying? Then I'm, I'm cool with that, you know, and I know in America, you know, that sometimes that's far and few in between sometime, you know, we just gotta be real on some things. Um, but even if you had found a private school that had a lot of black kids there, black people's in the administration, you know, that sort of thing, you know, cause I know sometimes we may have to compromise on some things here in America. Um, but 
children with a private school education or even homeschool education are shown to score higher on tests. Black children for sure do better in homeschool and private school because you know, because you know, when you're paying for, for a private school, you know, they got to walk on a little bit more eggshells with you because you know, you can blow their spot up and then their school is done. You know, you, when you buy the public, they can care less for public school. Now they said Kenner, it said wrote in response to teachers, students and parents and the school community stakeholders saying administrators and CPS's title nine office are working in concert to not only investigate, but respond uh, to the elevate student voice in the process. They said listening session for students was scheduled to allow the young people to express their concerns to district officials. I don't know what you need a listening session for. It doesn't make sense. You need an action session and action session doesn't need uh, students to get involved with that. Now, if you want to say, Hey, we are offering uh, mental health counseling because you have to understand living in a system of racism, white supremacy, it affects your mental health. I mean, seriously, it's not normal to constantly see, you know, know your skin color can be weaponized. That's not normal. That can make a lot of people crazy. You understand what I'm saying? Seeing the images that we see as black people, you know, all the time, or even over the years or in history, our people dying in the most violent way, or this one group of people have made sure to, to, to sabotage all, you know, every progress that we had are still trying to sabotage progress. You know, you talk about the condition of black America. We just didn't get that way on our own. We have to be, you know, honest about that. All of our issues and problems that we have, a lot of us will say, well, you know, at times we are our own worst enemy. And yes, I know some of that can be true, but how do we get in this position? You look at people like the Asians and the Arabs and all these different groups that come in here. The white supremacists is not sabotaging them. They're not doing that. Black people to this day still deal with the same issues like we dealt with in, in the 50s and 40s. We're trying to buy uh, land, for instance. If black people want to buy us land, they try to do everything they can to not sell black people land. To prevent black people from getting working capital for their businesses. But you see these other groups come in here, they sell them land, they give them working capital for businesses. They, they do all kinds of things for these other groups when they come in here. But black people who built this country, who's been the most loyal to this country, they still dealing with the same issues and problems. That's why reparations is important. Reparations is important because we can fund our own schools and create our own schools. They're by the brothers and sisters right now that would love to create a school and, and they are serious about running a school for our children. But what stops them? Sometimes money stops them. It's money. Now I know you should say, well, Hey, they can start a, a small school in a, you know, they can rent a small building. They can do this. They can do that. But even if you're renting a small building, it still costs money. And then unfortunately, because some of our people got this, I don't know where this come from. Well, you know, when, when you're dealing with black people, everything should be free 99. But when it comes to these other groups, we have no problem paying. So black people may say, Hey, it's going to cost a certain amount of money. We can get this school started. We're going to start small, but we can get the school started. Oh man. Why I got to pay. You know, and then the bad thing is about charter schools is that you're still taking government funding, state government funding. So you have to follow their rules. So, for instance, if you don't want to, 
you know, put things in your body, um, or, you know, as a policy for your children, if the, if you take a state money, you got to do what they say. The same thing to public schools. These people have always, always, always sabotaged black children and black people. We talk about, oh, we talk about, oh, criminality in the black community. Well, you know, think about it. The quote unquote criminality didn't explode in the black community, just to be honest with you, until they brought in the drugs. Sure, we've always had people that was part of, you know, crime, but you look at how it is today. You look at the weaponization of, you know, the, the worst music. If people say, oh, it's just music. No, it's not just music. You keep feeding yourself violence like that in a form of music. And like I say, the, the devil is slick. You know, he make this, he make it sound good. I mean, anybody bob the head to it. He takes the most talented people who, who's, who's very, very, very talented. Because listen, I'm, I, man, I would love to be able to rap like that. You know, I can just say anything and make it sound good. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that talent, but a lot of those brothers and sisters do. And they can be describing reality. You know, they always talk about, well, you know, gangster rap was reality. Well, we got a whole lot of reality in America and we don't even get to hear that reality at all. All you want to hear is reality of what they approve of. And then when they created the uh, prison industrial complex, especially the private prisons, many people talked about that meeting they had with record execs and talking about, Hey, we need to keep pushing this, you know, violence because you know, it, it, it turns into people, you know, going to jail, being in prison. These people make sure to try to do everything they can to sabotage black people. And unfortunately, because we have a mentality in our country, especially with black people that we want to follow, you know, I don't know what it is with us. We want to follow celebrities, like whatever celebrity that they propped up because they prop them up. You know, it's rare. You have certain people come from the soil and, and, and they come from the grassroots. No, when they, when they get, a, when they get their hands into them, is is everything else that that's negative? You so you went from gangster rap to to now I don't know you know you get the drill rap and you got all, what I'm trying to say about all of that is all that stuff is meant to sabotage just as much as the education system is meant to sabotage black people. No other group is going to school and seeing dolls that look like them being hung from a string that looks like a freaking uh, noose. No other group is experiencing that. There's black children. I've said this and I'll continue to say this. I do not believe that Mzungu teachers and administrators can properly teach black children without racial bias. They can't. Maybe a few can. Cause I mean, not say all, maybe a few can, but outside a few, and I believe it's a minority. The majority can't, it don't matter where you at in the country. You're going to deal with that. If you subject your children to public school, where these people are running it, where these people are so-called teaching you. And then what are they actually teaching your children? What are they teaching you? They're not teaching you anything. You don't learn anything. I'm telling you myself, I believe my time in public school was the most waste of time. I didn't learn anything about the world at all. I didn't learn a lot about American history either. I learned more American history doing this platform. I've learned more world history 
by doing this platform. Hell, when I got out of school, I didn't even know what uh, 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 African countries, the only African country I, I knew was maybe about South Africa because of, you know, the apartheid situation. But I couldn't name you 10 African countries off the top of my head if somebody had asked me. You can go up to the average black American and say, hey, could you name 10 African countries? Most of them can't. Because you weren't taught in school about African countries. You weren't taught in school about Caribbean countries either. You weren't taught in school about black people in Latin America. You weren't taught about how black people are in Asia or, or, or Europe and different places like that. You, you we weren't taught anything. That's why I hate public school. They don't teach you anything. But then they want to subject you to racism. They want to subject you to indoctrination. They indoctrinate our kids to believe in white supremacy. Think about it. They tell you all this colonization, slavery, and conquest of the white man. And then they then they talk about Black History Month. And then when they talk about Black History Month, it's people that they sanitized. They sanitized Malcolm. I mean, I'm sorry, wrong one. They definitely talk about Malcolm. They sanitized Martin Luther King. They 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 have reduced him to a motivational speaker. That's why they when that's why they love him so much because they don't talk about what King actually talked about. They never talk about what King talked about. They reduced him to a motivational speaker. This is why they tell you be more like Dr. King because they purposely reduced him to a motivational speaker. They don't tell you how white America hated that man. They hated King. They, they don't tell they don't tell you about how you know for the end of his life you say, hey, we coming to get our check. You know what I'm saying? They don't talk about anything like that with Dr. King. They surely don't talk about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. They don't talk, they don't talk about the Black Panthers at all in school. They don't talk about any of that. George Washington Carver. What they tell you about him? Oh, he yeah, he just about the peanut. Like, like they they so sanitize our history, but they talk about all this conquest of devils. And this is what they what they teach our children. I'm not trying to have my child be indoctrinated into racism and white supremacy. That's why my child will never go to their public schools. It won't happen. I can't make this platform talking about racism and white supremacy, then go turn over my ch- children to Karen and Brad. That that's that, that just that just don't don't make sense to me. I'm not going to subject my child to psychological abuse. And that's what this is for black children. All of them are psychologically abused in public school. Period. And then if they're not psychologically abused, they're physically abused by the race soldiers. I remember when the first time they started putting race soldiers in school, it was kind of like toward the end of uh, me being in, in school. And they had one police officer. Um, they put in our school from Port, you know, I grew up in Port Arthur, Texas and Port Arthur police. It was a white cop, a uh, white cop. He had red hair. Uh, actually it was interesting. His name was officer Phil. I remember that he, he, he wasn't, he wasn't like, he was all right, but we just kind of looked at why we got a whole cop in here with a gun, you know? And then when people get in the fight, it wasn't the guy in the fight, you getting suspended. Now you get in the fight, you get in charges. That started toward the end of my time in school. Oh, and then we were like, why is, why is somebody getting criminal charges for fighting? 
that's something that you're supposed to get like Saturday school, uh, on campus suspension or, you know, suspension away from school for nobody was doing no, no. And then this is the thing you got them police in schools, but then when them jokers run up in there with their ARs airing the place out, notice them cops don't, don't, you notice them cops that's in schools don't, don't stop it. They, they supposed to be there to protect, but when it's time to, to, to pull out the gun and actually do what they supposed to do, they, they run it in hiding. You remember like the Parkland situation where the, where the police was hiding, he was hiding. The school cop was hiding and they had him on camera hiding. But let it be two two black people fighting. Oh yeah, he right there to slam the children. I mean, it's been videos I have done, and I posted a few on my website. I think the last one I remember out of Florida, they had this you know black girl that was getting into another girl. That cop grabbed that little sister and slammed her, hit her head on that concrete, and that sister went limp. See, that's what they like to do. But 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 when they own come up in there and the place out, they they hiding. You, you notice they never hear about. Oh yeah, the school cop man, he shot the suspect. And man, he a hero. You know, you should never hear that. You never hear that. That's why I say freaking cowards. They, they always got to be in a group. They got to attack unarmed black people. in even in these schools, it, 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 it's annoying. It, it, it is so annoying. Now, of course, with this situation, parent parents are, are, are upset about this. And rightfully so, but parents, you know, until you get serious about your child and yes, you're going to have to make a sacrifice. You're going to have to make a sacrifice about your child and what you do with their education. We have to, like I say, I'm not going to subject my child to their agenda, their LGBT agenda too in these schools. I'm not subjecting my child to that. I'll tell my child does say of the Lord, even about that situation. I had, I had a conversation with my child about that because she definitely has to know about all of that. And I explained to her, you know, what's right. And she, and she gets, she say, Oh yeah. I say, I, I don't know why people do things like that. You know? And I, and I explained to her in my own way, you know, what, what is the end for that spiritually? Like I was shown what the end was for that. Even now I would like to say it on YouTube, but I, you know what? I may have that conversation. Um, you know, when we, when we get our uh, website up and going, <laughs> I, I'll tell you how to talk to your children about certain things because, um, you know, YouTube, you know, how they are. They like to censor everything. So you know, I'll save it for that. Well, I can talk uncensored, but we ladies and gentlemen can't be subjecting our children to this. Listen, we went through the pandemic. We was homeschooling anyway. We were doing it. They got many programs out there to do it. My child's on a program called K 12. If your child's in public school, K-12 can be free for them. Now, my child was already in the private school, so I have to pay for it. But it's around the same price of the private school. The private school my daughter went to was not no $5,000 a month school. or No, it wasn't even $1,000 a month. <laughs> you know, not at all. But, okay, I'm cool with paying for it. 
Uh, like I told y'all before, I got one of the teachers from the school to come. Matter of fact, she'll be here um, probably the next 30 minutes to start teaching my little girl. And they're going to be doing school, you know, most of the day. Well, part because I'm like, you give me a good four, four and a half hours of schoolwork. The rest of the day is yours. That's how we look at it. You know, and my, and my daughter is caught up. She's learning more. She's a lot faster than a whole lot of people her age. And people talk to her like, she's just seven? Like, yeah. You say, Miles, she she knows a lot. I'm like, yeah, she's supposed to. See, children can learn. Black they say well, black children don't want to learn. It's not that black children don't want to learn, it's that black children are subjected to, to white supremacist terrorism in schools. That's why they have a hard time learning. It's ama- it wasn't it amazing when black children was homeschooled dur- during the pandemic, and they said that the children was happier. The children were learning more. Why? Because you're taking them out of a hostile environment of a racist environment. You're taking them out. Listen, those people don't know no other way to be. They teach that at their house. I told y'all that. They teach that at their house. By the age of two, they teaching them that. So this story is definitely, you know, and it, this is not going to be the last one either. It's not going to be the last one. It's not going to be the last one. Trust me, it's not going to be the last one. We have to take responsibility for our children, period. If you're not going to take responsibility for your child and possibly subject them to that. Now, some people say, well, we can't protect them for everything. At certain ages, we do need to protect our children from certain things. Now, we we teach them enough and equip them enough to deal with racism and white supremacy, and we know in our absence, they good. They know how to handle it. Listen, even my, my other daughter that's 20 years old, I'm still teaching her certain things now. She's very sh- uh, sharp on a lot of things too now. And she'll tell them folks real quick. She'll tell them. But I was teaching her just certain things, how to respond if they say why everything got to be about race. I teach them. That's my job. I teach them to navigate racism, white supremacy, so they know how to, how to do that as a father because it's my job. So you may be teaching them even into, into their 20s. But once they get equipped enough to know how to respond to it, then they're good. So yeah, it's your job to protect your children. Forget what people say. Well, you know, with homeschool, they're not going to have no social skills. BS. BS. My daughter is a dance team and she, she socializes with a lot of children. So what are you talking about? You ain't got to be in masses organization to socialize with people, put children in different organizations and clubs with other children and, and be active in doing that. And that's that, you know, what happened with other black parents? They would, they told me, Hey, you know, how, how do we get our kids involved in something like that? Cause my, my child don't want to be in public school either. More and more black parents are saying that. Why? Cause they want to subject their kids to this mess. It's horrible, but we can complain about it all day. But what are we going to do? Cause I'm, I'm way past like complaining on, on racism. That's just, that's those, that those people culture. That's who they are. And I'm not trying to change that. I'm not trying to educate Ukrainians, you know, like they want y'all to educate them. No, it's not my job. When I know that's your culture. No, what are you going to do about it? That's, that's the thing to black people. We're at this stage in the game. about what are you going to do? Cause the days of complaining about racism. Oh, look at what they treat us. Oh, look at that. Why they treat us like, no, 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 no. Them days are done. Now, now we got to get to the doing. What are you going to do? Complaining about it all day, not going to cut it. 
because I don't want to complain about it all day. I'll bring it to your attention, but now what are you going to do? Parents, what are you going to do? Do something about it. Matter of fact, what I'll do is see if I can find the people from K-12 and bring them on the show. Maybe I can even bring them on the podcast, do an interview with them, so y'all can learn the system and how it works and everything, just to bring them the information. If you're serious about taking control of your child's education. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the podcast this morning. I greatly appreciate that because you can be a lot of places, but you chose to come here. Make sure you participate in the class. As we talk about class participation is make sure you're leaving comments. Make sure you click that like button. You came in here and you're watching the video, click the like button. It's free. We, we need you to participate in the class, right? I'm participating in the class. We need you to participate. I know you got an opinion on all, all this, especially black parents. I know you got an opinion, right? Well, even if you're not black, because they got people of all groups follow this, this show, right? Leave your opinion about that. You may say, hey, that's utterly wrong. That's distracting. That's evil. Why are they doing that in front of children? I don't like public school either because they don't teach my kids anything. Then trying to indoctrinate my kids with stuff that I don't believe in. So yeah, hell yeah, I'm considering that too. Cause I get some messages say, Hey, you know, there's not just black people that got some of the same issues and problems with public school and this and that and the third. Okay. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you hundred percent. I, I can, I can definitely uh, get with you on, on the situation by public school all day long. But once again, I'm going to say this much. It's not about complaining. It's about doing. So I appreciate you coming by and we'll see you next time.